The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. And also, did you know that the Grand Rapids area is ranked number six in Sports Business Journal's top 2022 minor league markets? And Van Andel Arena will host two of the three minor league teams in the area. The Grand Rapids Griffins home opener is October 14th, and the Grand Rapids Gold. The G League affiliate of the Denver Nuggets, their home opener at Van Andel Arena is November 10th. Congratulations to the Grand Rapids area on being ranked number six in Sports Business Journal's top 2022 minor league markets. And check out a Griffins game, the Wingstop Farm affiliate, or the Grand Rapids Gold home opener on November 10th. Now, some of the big shows happening at DeVos Performance Hall and Van Andel Arena include Tuesday and Wednesday next week, the Blue Man Group at DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. Friday, September 30th at Van Andel Arena, the Judds. Saturday, October 8th, Jason Aldean at Van Andel Arena. October 11th through the 16th, Broadway presents Tootsie at DeVos Performance Hall. And Tuesday, October 18th, Carrie Underwood at Van Andel Arena. Tickets available right now at AXS.com. That's AXS.com. Uh, Tickets for Tuesday, October 18th, Carrie Underwood at Van Andel Arena. And don't forget about Art Prize is back in downtown GR. Happening now through October 2nd, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Place will once again host both international and North American artists during this year's Art Prize. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a football Friday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer in studio. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network. Also a co-host on the one and one Detroit Lions uh, podcast. Search YouTube. You can uh, watch it on the recorded side or live when it airs every week. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. Uh, so last week we talked about a must-win situation, Jeff, for the Lions, and they delivered one of the better halves I've seen uh, from a Lions team outside of not finishing off some drives. And then they gave us a little bit of the same old Lions uh, in the second half, and here's that soft coverage and playing like they're up uh, 32 instead of 22. Then it's a game. And then something happened that wasn't same old Lions. They made adjustments on play calls, took some chances, and they pull away at the end. 
against Washington, and they're now 1-1 one and one on the season heading into the Minnesota game that we'll talk about in a moment. But uh, as you watch that film and you look back at that game on Sunday, uh, what wasn't the same old Lions? You know, I, I think you, you hit on it very well. They didn't go into the shell. They, they, they did for a little bit. You saw Washington was going to come back, and they did. And I, I, think, I think Washington deserves a lot of credit for the halftime adjustments that they made with their offense. They have a lot of speed, and that's one thing that the Lions secondary doesn't have. Jeff Okuda is the fastest cornerback on the team. Like that, like he's fine, but if, you, if you're asking Mike Hughes, who actually has really good time speed but doesn't play to that, that speed, um, and, and those guys to, to handle you know, deep crossers. And, and one of the things, the Indianapolis Colts did a really good job of it in the preseason of running their speed horizontally across the field on drags and deep crosses and things like that to make their guys, the, the coverage, chase them. The Lions went into a zone to sort of counter that, and it worked. It worked for Washington. Carson Wentz got sharp. They, the pass rush wasn't quite getting home as well as it was in the first half, and you saw them make a comeback. But what you saw then was Aaron Glenn's like, all right, we're going to play some man again, and it worked. And you saw the offense not take its foot off the gas. You, you saw the end around that they did with, uh, with Amon Ross St. Brown unbelievable play because you could feel it you could feel like oh washington's getting confidence they know that they got this 58 yards right off a right tackle and it was a completely different game after that 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 was a that was a play call that not everybody's going to make that not the last couple of regimes in this in this town they're not making that call they 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 went back at it they were resilient and uh I, i thought you said it well they were not the same old lions even when they started to teeter towards that direction they veered in another way they didn't get on that ugly on ramp man they just kept driving and it was it was very nice to see yeah we talked about a must win situation they played like it to start the game and i mentioned that first half and then they rebounded and the play calls and the double pass we saw and everything just uh not the same old lions and then the second thing we talked about last week was, hey, how will Philly look uh, against Minnesota? Because that would be a gauge on the Lions. And we've watched the Lions put up 71 points in two weeks or two games. And what the Eagles did to Jefferson and Slay uh, did uh, to one of the best receivers in the game, it made Lions fans feel better on Monday night, Tuesday morning, that maybe this team is for real. I, I think – there were a lot of people that undersold what how good Philadelphia is going into that week one game. And I had a pretty good idea that they were going to be good. I, I spent a little time in Philly this summer and was talking to a couple of people that I know that are, that are around the team. They're like, yeah, yeah we're good. We, we're we're going to be real good this year. And uh, I carried that in. So that was why I was not – like obviously you want to win. But I wasn't frustrated with the loss. I, I expected them to lose that game. And now when you see what they did – and, and how easily they did it to Minnesota. Uh, and, and we talked about this earlier. Uh, when, when, when you have your team that, that you just played play your next opponent, it, it exposes a lot, not just about those two teams, but also about yourself and where you fit in that equation. And I think we saw that the Lions' defense is not – obviously, they're, they're vulnerable. They're not, they're not like a league best or anything – but they're capable when they're playing well, when they get the pass rush, when they get some attack to them. I think you saw a lot of that on Sunday, especially in the first half, um, with Chris Board A-gap blitzing and, and setting things up, Aiden Hutchinson cleaning things up, getting a safety because because 
the double team is on Aiden Hutchinson. Charles Harris gets a one-on-one against a tight end, goes in and gets a safety. Like those, the, those are the things that I think we, we need to take for the defense. It's a playmaking defense. They're going to give up some plays too. Obviously, that happened against Jalen Hurts in, in Philadelphia. But I think now we see that guy's an MVP candidate. Like Jalen Hurts is he's legit, man. That all the weird talk this summer in Philly about not having wanting him to be the long-term solution. That that's that's all gone away. He's uh, he's he's playing as well as anybody. Uh, he and Josh Allen right now would be my two leaders for for the MVP, and that's some of that's at Detroit's expense. But I think you're going to see that the Eagles are going to do that to a lot of teams. So I I think hopefully everybody feels a little bit better now about where the Lions were coming out of that game. I think they do, and that's why you look at this Minnesota game, and we'll get to it. Uh, later with conversation here on the huge show across Michigan, Jeff Risden from the lionswire.com, part of the USA Today Network, and also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast you can find on YouTube. We'll tell you more about that later. Uh, that they can walk into Minnesota and get a win because you look at all the teams one and one in the NFC North. Uh, and I've watched Green Bay, and they don't look like world beaters. Uh, the Bears are up and down, stole one from the Niners in week one, and you saw Minnesota in week two, and it makes you think, how good is Green That was kind of like a double shot for the Lions fans. How good is Green Bay, and or how good is Minnesota? And then you watched them what they did against the Eagles. So Sunday is a test game now. We, we called last week must win, but I think it's a test to see are they an NFC North contender? Yeah, and, and we will find that out Sunday because Minnesota is sort of in the same situation. Their their fans are they're feeling pretty good, but you know they they killed it in Week One, um, beating the Packers the way that they, that they did. And it wasn't it wasn't just like an off game from Green Bay either. Like Minnesota dictated everything in that game, and if they do that to Detroit, they're probably going to beat the Lions. That's that's just the way it is. But you saw when they got put back on their heels a little bit, like they're talented, but they they just don't have the you know, they they succumbed to Philadelphia more than I think the Lions did. I, I think the the speed of of the Philadelphia offense really gave Minnesota's defense a lot of trouble, and, and the Lions can match that. And that's something that I think we've seen the last couple of weeks. It's a big game for both teams. You know, this is. They got a new coach up there. They got a new GM. They're they're trying to figure out where they're at in in the whole ranking of the NFC. It's, it's a fantastic matchup, and it's a great litmus test for how far Dan Campbell's team has come. I think we're pretty pleased with where they're at right now. But if they win this game, my goodness, the uh, hype's going to really start building up. Man, it's going to be un, out of control. And we'll we'll talk about Aiden Hutchinson and his thigh bruise quad uh, situation. Missed a couple of practices uh, this week. But the first half is the blueprint for the Lions to be in every game. And the blueprint was run the football. And you watch Swift again, who's as good as any running back uh, in the NFL. Same thing with Brown, as good as any receiver. But defensively, to you know, hide or at least diminish the lack of speed in the secondary is that you create pressure, pressure, pressure. You don't give... Uh, Wentz time to set up, and they did that. And you watch then in the second half when they backed off and gave him time to throw, uh, it was like playing catch. What they need to do, that first half game plan has to be there. You you have to take your shots at blitzing, at pressure, at looks that quarterbacks haven't seen. That's the only way the Lions, I believe, can win games. Yeah, and, and it's especially true against a guy like Kirk Cousins this week. We know Kirk Cousins. He's, he's one of our own from West Michigan. 
He's really good at throwing the ball down the field. Uh, for all of his foibles, he's got a fantastic and accurate deep arm, and he's got a guy in Justin Jefferson who can make that look really easy. One of the things that the Lions got away from at the beginning of the second half that they did really well early against Washington, they were pressing. They had Jeff Okuda up there in Terry McLaurin's chest, not letting him get off the line really well. When they backed off of that, you saw what happened. Washington scored a couple of quick touchdowns like that. I want to see them, you know, the complimentary football. You got to get that pass rush, but if you can delay and, and and keep Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen from getting out there and getting open quickly, that's going to make them sweat a little bit more, and that makes that pass rush that much more effective. So I want to see much more of the press man that we saw early in that game too. It was a great, wonderful first first half game plan from from Aaron Glenn and the, and the Lions defense, and they executed it very well too. You only had one or two gaffes in that entire half where where Washington got anything. They didn't get a first down in their first five drives. Like that's that's dominant football. And if they can go in, out and and set that sort of tone and sort of take away any sort of you know, I, I'm big on on having which team is dictating the, the the tone of the game. And you saw Detroit did that coming out very good against Washington. If they can go into Minnesota, take the crowd out and dictate what's going on in that game. They got a real good chance of winning that one. That was the blueprint, like I said, uh, to start yeah. this portion of the conversation. There you go. Uh, you know when you back off, uh, it's going to be ugly. When when you don't, you have a shot. And the key is, Rodrigo, you mentioned Board, you mentioned Harris, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. And we look at Board, Hutch, and Rodrigo, they give them something that's been missing, some edge speed, linebacker speed, Washington couldn't handle. And that's that's a pretty darn good offensive line. Uh, for the uh, commanders. I almost said Redskins, commanders. (laughs) That's a great offensive line. So the key now is, you know, Hutch missing a couple of practices. He limped and played through it on Sunday. It shows you how tough he is. What's the latest you're hearing about Hutch for that game Sunday against the Vikings? He was at practice today, um, has a sleeve on the upper thing. Dan Campbell described everything that would be the thigh. Yeah. Th- okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, doctor, yeah, Dr. Risden, I just want to make sure. I, I am not a doctor. He has a sleeve on that. Well, good. He's practicing safe football. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Uh, Dan Campbell. You, you got a sleeve on that thing? If you want to play Sunday against the Vikings, you better wrap that yeah, thigh. That's right. You got you okay. to be safe out there. You man. Safe football here. I'm Campbell. I love you guys. Be safe. He said that at the end of. Uh, the locker room speech last week, which we'll get to. We have so much to discuss, but really, yeah. is he? Is it an eighty percent hutch? We're going to see Sunday. Is it seventy-five, ninety? He, he what should do you be. Think? He should be close to ninety. He'll, he's going to play. There's, there's not re- any real question about that. They, they took him slow this week. Um, he, 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 Dan Campbell said, uh, uh, "What do you say? I don't want to get the exact quote." He's like, "Hutch will be okay." I think is exactly how he said it. And like, not, not worried about it. He got to some other players and wasn't like Jonah Jackson. You aren't going to see Jonah Jackson this week, folks. He's he's still not there with a finger. But oh, I think we I think we're pretty happy with how Dan Skipper filled in too. Oh wow, so. what about Skipper? I mentioned you know the uh, speech by Campbell at the end of the game, but the chanting Skipper's name, the team that, that was so awesome. The guy achieving his dream, getting called up and being on an NFL roster out of Arkansas. What was it, six years? So, yeah, twenty sixteen yeah, NFL man. draft. Yeah, I, I got to know Dan a little bit in the draft process. You know, I, I interviewed him at the, he was at the Shrine game. I got to sit with him and interview him for like 15, 20 minutes. Got to know him. I've kept in touch with him over the years. You know, every time I'm in Allen Park, I say hi to him and everything. And seeing seeing his face and and the reaction that he had, and and Dan Campbell sending him up to the podium before Dan took it, 
and and taking questions after the game. Uh, and and I th- I, th- I loved the way we talked about the Sunday Detroit Lions podcast this week. I love the way that Dan Skipper called it. I got fired. Like I wasn't cut. I wasn't released. I got fired. And I think that's something that makes it a little bit more relatable for all the rest of us. I, I've been fired before. I'm sure you have too, Bill. It, it, it happens in life. But he stayed with it, and he gave the, the team that fired him a, another shot. Like th- He felt strongly enough about what Dan Campbell and what the rest of that team, Hank Frayler, the offensive line coach, have done for him. He stuck around. He could have gone elsewhere. He chose to stay in Detroit with this team, and, and he rewarded their, them and they rewarded him with with that game ball, and that was just a special moment. I, I'll admit, I'm watching that, and I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit. I'm like, because I know this guy. I'm like, I know how much this means to him. It was it was a really special time. And and, and to be down three offensive linemen, and Hank Fraley, the Lions O line coach, should get a game ball for uh, what yeah. he did. Oh, yeah. and, and and it shows depth. This is the one thing that gets overlooked when you're talking about. You know, culture in winning games. When you have the depth and your ability to overcome that in the NFL, that is a huge advantage for a team. Oh, 100%. The fact that they could go in there and, and without Frank Ragnow, who is the best player on the team, like best center you know, maybe in football, yeah, he, right? He is. Evan Brown comes in, and just as he did last year, I don't want to say that they didn't miss a beat, but they ran the ball really dang well behind him. And he's a different kind of blocker than Ragnow's much more of a snowplow kind of guy. Evan Brown isn't a strong guy. He's a guy that's got to get there by positioning and technique, and he wins that way. You saw him do it. Like, that's, yeah, again, for Hank Fraley, my goodness. Uh, the, the the job that he's done, he he is going to get nominations for, for assistant coach of the year. I forget what they call it in the NFL. I know they call it the Broyles Award in college. I vote on that, too. But uh, he, he's been spectacular. The, the way that he's gotten Dan Skipper, the, Logan Stubber did not have a good game. He was a little bit better in week two than he was in week one, but it's still not great. But he's not getting your quarterback killed. You're still running the ball okay. They're they're feeling pretty good about what they got there. And that the depth that they have, we didn't have five starters on the offensive line for a long time. Now we're going six, seven, eight. I mean, we're beyond that because Tommy Kramer's out. You know, you're just seeing a big V out. And they're not really – the fact that they're still running the ball top five in the league, top three in the league, that, that, that's a testament to Hank Fraley right there. I think about that with Ragnow back or banged up with the Jonah Jackson still out. You mentioned Kramer, uh, Big V, and the way they still have run the football uh, the first two weeks and you're watching Swift and the vision and everything. If you go back to Hard Knocks and you hear Deuce Staley talking to Swift on the sidelines during preseason games and practices about head up, look and see and, and make that cut – Yep. I mean, you're you're watching Swift emerge. Like I said, and it's not hyperbole. He he is you know I, nothing against Saquon or anybody else, but I, I look at him through two weeks of the NFL, and I think he's the best back in pro football right now. The fact that he's getting it done as a receiver too is is big. And one of the things anybody who was in Allen Park this summer um, for any of the training camp practices, and, and those of us who were there a lot know this. Deuce yells at Swift all the time, stay with the hole, stay with the hole. And you're seeing him, him he, 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 when, when he's passive, when he's dancing, when he's looking, instead of like having that vision when he gets the ball and going, he's a different guy. And you're seeing the better version of DeAndre Swift because he's like, okay, I know I'm supposed to go to this gap on this run. I'm going to trust that my blockers are there. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to go. And 
God, it's beautiful. It's well, beautiful. And now, not only with Swift and a, a patchwork O-line, I'm just looking back at last Sunday against the Commanders, you then can bring in Williams, and here's a fresh Reynolds, uh, all who had big key runs in that second half. And there is Goff now with the running game. What's he able to do, Jeffrey? Play action, and they're going forward down the field. Quarterback's best friend. Play action, the, the, the impact that the run game has on it. Again, I'll go back to the, the play, the reverse of St. Brown. The, the entire Washington defense followed Craig Reynolds to the hole. And I'll give Jared Goff a lot of credit. Jared Goff sold that beautifully. Like it, it was, it was like it was like a pickpocket on a French Parisian street or something. The way that that he got that ball to St. Brown going on that that again that's execution. That's attention to detail. That's how you win football. The games. way you the way you reference France with uh, you know Amon St. Brown. I, I like I like how you <laughs> tied that in. That's good. Well, it, it, Goff and the play. I, I'm watching the game. I'm up there in the Bud Light um, club seats. You know, 35-yard line had a great, you know, vantage point on seeing everything unfold. Yeah. Uh, looking at their sidelines, the culture, the coaches talking to players, players talking to players. Uh, it, it's a complete package right now. They're not Super Bowl ready. But I'm telling you, I think if they stay healthy, this team is going to be in every football game on what is one of the weakest schedules and even looks a little bit weaker now based on what we've seen the first two weeks in the NFL. Yeah. Does Dallas scare you anymore? I don't think so. I think Carolina? I think, no. Home or away? No. Yeah. That, yeah. Chicago, they're not good. They, they threw the ball 11 times. How do you do that? I, they're, they're, they're a rookie coach. It happens. The, the rookie coaches, uh, Chicago and Denver, don't look too good right now. And it's getting ugly. And I actually did a, de- a radio spot in Denver yesterday where they're like, can we get buyer's remorse on this? You know, Which one of the Detroit assistants can we hire this offseason to get rid of this bum that we hired? Um, He's already a bum? Yeah. Two weeks in mm-hmm. with Russell Wilson. And, and by the way, they have a win. <laughs> yeah, that's when I – they're acting like they're on two because I think they know they look at they, – they look at the division – and San Francisco and the Rams have not come out strong. Nope. Our Niners did look pretty good last week. They know 2-0 in that division is big. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, they, yeah. Or, well, they know 2-0, uh, excuse me, in the NFC West now. I forgot Russell Wilson's not with Seattle. He's with Denver. You gotta, they know 2-0 in the, NF, uh, in the AFC West is huge. Yeah. Because you're chasing Chargers and the Chiefs and the Raiders. Yeah. And and the Raiders are off to a rough start, but they'll, they're, they got some talent there. Yeah, you, you look at what Kansas City and, and the Chargers can do. And the Chargers chargered again last week. That's what they do. But they're not on the Lions' schedule this year. We're getting – we get Washington well, – we did Washington. We get the Giants. Surprise 2-0 team, and they're playing pretty well um, with Kenny Galladay getting exactly two snaps last week. Uh, but they're beatable. I, I think you look we, – we got Philadelphia out of the way. They're, they're, they're pretty dang good. The the rest of the, the you look around like wow. Miami at home will be Miami, but it's at home. And, and you, tip of the cap to Tua, by the way, having a rotten game until the fourth quarter, and then my goodness, he exploded two hundred passing yards and four touchdowns. How about last Sunday in the quarter. NFL and all those comebacks by those teams? And, and that's what to me made the Lions so like great because you saw Cleveland blow it. You know they're up by they're up by two touch almost two touchdowns with one thirty three to go and lost. You saw Baltimore give it Baltimore like the Ravens. That's a good team, first round draft pick at safety that a lot of us like, myself included, and Kyle Hamilton. 
They were worthless in the fourth quarter and, and lost to Miami after they had a was a 98.8% win probability at some point in that game. Like the Lions avoided that. That the, the same old Lions went elsewhere. That's that's fun, man. I like that. Not a lot to complain about when it comes to Lions right now. And, and they're one and one. And, and it's like I said, when Denver's one and one right now, I, I think the Bronco fans are understanding how tough the AFC is. And giving away a game like Seattle will bite you on the backside. Yeah. Come well, they they are also December, the, right? the, the coach not getting the, the their their fans at home counting down the play clock so they knew when the, to snap the ball. That's a pretty bad indictment on the coaching staff. Yeah, and, and bad. And I'm I'm looking at the AFC or West standings and looking at the NFC West and forgetting <laughs> Wilson. You know, remember in, in Seattle and looking at the NFC West right now and thinking, okay, Trey Lance, Jimmy G has big uh, roster bonus uh, and game bonus uh, numbers that he could achieve. They're better with Jimmy G. I never understood throwing him to the side. I get the shoulder issues. Uh, Stafford and the Rams uh, don't look inspired right now. Stafford, 28th in the league in average yards. yards. I was just a year too late on that. Golf, golf, playing better than Stafford. Golf, right by the way, is eighth in the NFL in that stat. Boom! Right there you go. Uh, Send it, that to the Eric Zane Show podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> he would appreciate. That. Well, you know, it, th- to be honest, this is kind of what I'm feeling right now. And still, I, I'm, I'm, I've upgraded to ten and seven. We did a huge question, Bud Light, huge question of the day earlier this week. I think I'm looking at the schedule, looking at this team. And I'm, I'm thinking 10 and 7. I thought what we witnessed the first two weeks, maybe not as much scoring, but I thought that was the type of football I was going to see out of the box with golf. Yeah. I really did. And But now you see what weapons mean, and no receivers last year heard him, and he's playing well. Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm thinking 10 and 7. I, we went through it on air. I think Superfly and I did. I had a tough time. Getting seven losses on the on the ten and seven side, the, I did the the consistency with which they're doing things that they're doing well is shocking. The, 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 there's a couple of games that I had them losing that I can see them winning now. That that's I'm telling and, and, you, and, and that, that that's the flip. Then that's the difference between six and eleven, seven and ten, or nine and eight, ten and seven, and ten and seven is looking pretty good to get you in the playoffs this year. There's not many two and O teams. There's they, they they if if they can and that's why this week is so critical not just from like a mentality standpoint but if they want to make the postseason they kind of need to win these games against the teams that they're going to be fighting with that spot for that spot outside of Philly which by the way the Lions only lost two by three I, I love Tampa's defense not really sold on their offense right now and I don't know if that's Brady or just you know the portion Brady's of not schedule. doing great and their line is he, not good no any 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 he, he, he look he looks uninspired. You know, he's got, you know, Giselle went to, what, Costa Rica or something? I mean. Baby mama drama. Well, that's where, you know, the the time he took off was probably related to that. It was. You know, trying to work it out. Spending it with with, uh, Bridget Moynihan. I can't figure out why anybody would leave that either, but. Well, and then yeah, he that's did, what you do. Well, he has a kid with Bridget, right? Yeah, and yeah. kids with uh, Giselle. Yeah. And he's Tom Brady. Yeah. And boy, I. Boy, we all feel for him. <laughs> That's been a, through a lot. It's been a long time since the Drew Henson benching days. 
I think it's turned out pretty well for Tom Brady. And he's sitting on the $300 million contract or whatever it is, $150 million with Fox when he's done, right? It's good to be Tom Brady. Oh, my God. Always good to be Tom Brady. A little, a little baby mama drama. He's fine. I mean, gosh. I, I'll say from a football standpoint, I love, I love Bowles and his defense in Tampa. But I'm looking through the NFC. And I know we're two weeks in. And take Philly over here. Set them alone. Uh, you got Rodgers and Green Bay. It's Aaron Rodgers. Stafford and the Rams look uninspired. You know, Super Bowl hangover. Who knows? Figuring it out. Maybe the arm isn't as healthy as he's trying to tell everybody. Um, who's dominant? You know, seven teams get in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're looking – and. There's no reason that the Lions can't be one of those. It's gonna okay, so seven teams make the playoffs. I want we'll go through this. We got to get yeah. to a timeout. We'll we'll go through. Are there are there six better teams? That we know Philly is. Are there five other better teams than the Lions right now? Tampa probably two and zero would be there. Think about that. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, one of our Lions insiders. Also, the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, you can search that on YouTube. Watch the one they did earlier this week. Stay up to date on all the live feeds. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Uh, he's in studio this afternoon to wrap up the show on a football Friday. Presented by our friends from Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place. You saw Alice Cooper. I uh, did. So, first time I'd seen a concert at DeVos Place. That was Fant- Wednesday night, wasn't Fant- it? Fantastic place to go to the show. DeVos Performance Hall. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. DeVos Performance Hall was one. You can tell that it's set up for an orchestra because I, I went there with my friend Kenny, um, who I hadn't seen in a while, and we're, we were talking in between songs and we could hear each other. Like it wasn't like over like like I like loud music. Is it a, is it an old guy an old guy uh, DeVos performance hall like kick back enjoy a beverage and watch a good show with Alice Cooper? Yeah, right? it, it was great. We, we it's not a mosh pit then. Uh, no, there, there there wasn't a pit. I'm, There's I'm, an orchestra pit, little, not a mosh pit. I'm disappointed that I could, couldn't get my circle pit on, but I'll I'll get that in a couple of weeks. It's okay, all so you're trying to do a mosh pit right next to the cello that wasn't working. <laughs> Got to watch out for those cellos. Alice Cooper man. put on a good show though. Fantastic show, great showman, sounds. Sounds awesome. Cannot tell that he's seventy four years was old. Was he lip syncing? You think? Like uh, no, I know. I, I think he was. I think he's pretty legit. And uh, too the, legit to quit. <laughs> and he's a golfer. Played with John Fortin uh, and Mark Rasmussen. John's a head coach at Grand Rapids Community College for their golf program. Mark and assistant, good friends. Uh, they played with. Uh, From what I understand, one, 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 one of Alice's managers, like his job is to set up golf for Alice while he's on the road. Like he pays a guy to do that. That's fantastic. That's a good gig. So you had a good experience. Oh, it was like, a fantastic great place. Service, yeah. easy to get in. Easy that was your to get first out. time seeing a show at DeVos Performance Hall. I had seen I had seen a symphony there, and I saw a play there, but I'd never seen a concert there. Boy, so that's was, kind of a that's a wide range there. Symphony play, and then am, Alice Cooper at DeVos Performance. I am not Hall. a play guy. I I do enjoy the you symphony. You had to go with the wife. Up. Yeah, if you're going to take the boys to Alice Cooper and yeah. Kenny. Yeah, you got to take the friend Kenny. You got to go watch a Broadway show, which I think they got Tootsie coming there. In October to DeVos Performance Hall. Sounds good. All right, Jeff, we're going to talk football. Uh, We broke down uh, the symphony and Alice Cooper. More on the Lions coming up with Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com and the Detroit Lions podcast. Your Lions and NFL comments, questions at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey. This show is huge.
Get more for your money when you shop using M-Perks at Meyer. Find Kellogg's cereal at two for four dollars with M-Perks. Doritos are two for five dollars with M-Perks, and Coca-Cola is just five forty-nine with M-Perks. Plus deposit where applicable. Plus, get an additional seventy-five percent off already marked clearance on select family apparel. There's so much to save on when you shop using M-Perks, and you'll always pay the same low Meyer price no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And the NFL is in full swing. The Lions are playing great football, one and one going into the Minnesota game on Sunday. So the DraftKings Sportsbook app has a deal for new customers who download the app, use promo code HUGE when they sign up, and those new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. One and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan on a football Friday, originating from the Auto Value bumper-to-bumper parts store studio. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Uh, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, 
that you can find on YouTube. He joins us every week to talk about the Lions. Uh, last segment, we were looking at the schedule, and we were saying, okay, uh, the Lions are sitting at 1-1 one and one going into the game on Sunday at Minnesota, and if they could find a way to win that game, they're at least tied for first uh, in the NFC North. And based on how some teams have played early, at least for where we're at, Jeff, the schedule, uh, when I look at at Minnesota, if they get that win, they come home to Seattle. Uh, at New England's another game that doesn't look as tough as it did earlier because Matt Patricia's calling the plays. New England looks bad. Uh, they... they Somehow they managed to win, uh, but I think we saw, if you watched the game last night, I think you saw that Pittsburgh isn't very good either. Uh, the uh, Seattle might be the worst roster in the league outside of their wide receivers. Uh, they're they're not good. So, you know, you're getting a chance to, to build some momentum here and, and, you know, go into the... Go into your bye, you know, was it four and one? Even You got you get a legitimate shot at that. Then you come up... Dallas ain't isn't the Dallas team that you think they are. That 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 could be a last place team with all the injuries that they've got. And Jerry Jones says, hey, there could be a quarterback controversy between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott, which is that Jerry trying to say Dak get back sooner than later? That one hundred percent. That that's the exact way to read that. And there, you know, Jerry's gonna meddle, he's gonna do what he does, and that's not generally good for Dallas. As everybody in Dallas will tell you, Jerry, just step away, shut up. Uh, that, but their, their offensive line has gone from being one of the best in the league to one of the worst in the league almost overnight. And everything that they try to do is based on their offensive line. It doesn't work. Think about Sunday at Minnesota, then Seattle at home, at New England, the bye, then at Dallas. If they could find a way to go 2-1 and one through those three road games and beat Seattle at home, uh, they go to the bye week with only two losses. Or actually, it'll be after Dallas. Dallas would be the game out of the bye week. Yeah. I mean, they go into Miami and Green Bay back-to-back games at Ford Field with only two losses. I mean, you, you, you have. That's why Sunday, I think, is so big. You're you're right there yes. in the mix. You're you're the Lions knocking on the door of doing what every Lions fan wants them to do. And there, it's not it's not unreasonable to think that they can do that. It, it does start with winning this one, but they can win. They can win four of the next five after that. Green Bay, they're Green Bay. They're good, but it's at home, and and they haven't played great yet. Um, maybe maybe they're just not hitting their stride. That that's happened before with Aaron Rodgers. It takes them a little bit of time. Their their rookie wide receiver Christian Watson can't catch. That's that's a problem. But they're not they're not as good as some of the Packer teams that we've seen lately. Miami, they're good. They're beatable, and uh, I, I, I'm pretty, I'm that. That's one of the games actually that I was looking at. Like my mind has flipped. Like I thought they were going to lose to Miami. Now I, th- I, I think I might take them to win that game. It's at home, and at Dallas and at New England look like losses before the season, and now uh, a much better chance. We'll talk more about uh, the Vikings game and the rest of the schedule. Talking Lions uh, with Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com in studio. Uh, here on the Huge Show across Michigan. You have a Lions question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Are you ready to hit the open road? You know, get out of Dodge. Meet us at the Detroit Camper Show. Vickers Trailer Sales specializes in towables. New and used pop-ups, retro-style campers, travel trailers, and fifth wheels. Browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. That's V-I-C-A-R-S TrailerSales.com. Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom-and-pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99 or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site, playeagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to playeagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Blue Man Group on tour. More than 35 million people have experienced the global smash hit, and now it's your turn. The new tour is everything you know and love about Blue Man Group. Original music, custom-made instruments, surprise audience interaction, and hilarious absurdity. It's still blue, but the rest is all new. Get ready for an experience that unites audiences of all ages at Blue Man Group. Make sure to check them out Tuesday, September 27th and Wednesday, September 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment here on Hour 2 of this Football Friday on The Huge Show across Michigan. 19 radio stations Strong for the one close to you. Go to the huge show.net. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Detroit Lions podcast in studio. And Jeff, you know, we were talking about the schedule uh, this hour. If the Lions get Jamison Williams back, let's say after the bye week. Yeah. And you're looking at how the schedule looks not easier, just a little softer compared to the offseason. You know, th- this team could be 
Six and two, five and three through eight games. If they can, if they can pull that off, and you know, getting Jameis Williams, that's going to be a huge shot in the arm. Well, when for, do you think he's back after the bye week? I, I think he'll be back for Dallas. Yeah, uh, he, he's eligible to come back. So is Jerry Jacobs, the starting corner from last year. He will be back at the same time. I think because of the way that their bye is, and the way that they should be going into it. They can steal an extra two weeks there if they don't play them then. That that makes them that much healthier. They're both coming off of ACLs. One of them was in December. The other was in January. Got a real chance to, to get those guys healthier. And then they can come back and make a bigger impact. Then you're, you're building your depth chart. Hopefully by then Frank Ragnow's groin and toe are better. You know, Hopefully Jonah Jackson is back in the lineup by then. You're, you're getting a chance to get healthy at a time when, you're, you're, when your schedule starts to peak up a little bit. And like if, if you get those wins backed up, that's when you're talking about like this team – they're in the mix for the postseason for sure in that case. Man, if they're 5-3 and three through 8 with no Jamison Williams and they add his speed to stretch the field, look for Hawk to become that 20 million type tight end. Uh, if That would be nice. Yeah, if, if Williams – he made a few catches. Uh, he made a great catch. catch yeah, great a huge catch. catch. Yeah, that, that, that – I told my buddy Tyler Pettit there in the Bud Light Club seats, that's what $20 million tight ends do. Uh, Risden, uh, more conversation on the Lions – uh, coming up, lionswire.com, the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, if you miss any interview, just search the huge show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge.